Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you take photos or videos at concerts? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Not here right now. Uh, he'll be back on Monday with us. He's filling in for Jason on the morning show. Holly and I are here. Sonny's at the controls. And uh, we're asking you, do you take photos or videos when you go see a concert. Uh, and there's a reason why we're asking this. And the reason why is because Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is not here for you people who are taking videos and photos at his concert. So he was at a gig in Vienna, Austria last or a Tuesday night, excuse me. And not only did he tell people to put down the phones to stop taking the videos and the pictures, he actually stopped his show. And then he said, take pictures or don't take pictures. We can either play or we can pose. Okay, so then he shamed everyone and he stood there waiting for people to put away their phones. Oh, he did the teacher wait? Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I'm going to wait for you. <laughs> I'm waiting, Sonny. Oh. <laughs> Bob Dylan totally did the teacher wait. And so then, you know, he people eventually did. By the way, he almost tripped and totally fell oh. on the stage. No. So it wasn't a good gig no, for not Bob Dylan on day. Tuesday night. But I ask you this because it's like, okay, so you got the Bob Dylan teacher mm-hmm. shaming school. Mm-hmm. Then I was reminded, I watched a clip of Taylor Swift's Reputation World Tour. Mm-hmm. And there's a clip of Taylor Swift on stage singing in a stadium. All of the people have their phones out. All the people are taking pictures right. and videos. And she is totally here for it. She's and she embraces not faced it. by it at all. Because not at all. She understands that So there is a generational difference. We'll get to that. But 651-641-1071. Do you take photos or videos at concerts? Julia is on the line. Hi, Julia. Hello. Hello. Do you take photos or videos at concerts? Oh, for sure I do. I have three children. I get out as much as Santa Claus. And so I want actual proof that I got to go out. Concert tickets are not cheap. Babysitters are not cheap. And I want to remember that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I get it. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Thanks, Julia, Julia, for your call. We got this email from Laura. She said, as a very, 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 very short person, only five feet tall, I can't stand it when people have their phones out taking pictures and videos during the entire show. A few pics and videos here and there is okay, but the whole damn show, I can barely see when everyone is standing and you have your phone up in the air the whole time. It makes it even harder for me to see anything. Put the phone down and enjoy the show. All right. Now, so, you know, we, I was saying that it seems like there might 
might be like a little bit of a generational difference. I really do think that being a person who has grown up in the social media era, like Taylor Swift, she knows how important the influence of social media is. Right. And so it's not going to bother her that people are taking videos and pictures because she knows that those are probably going to go on people's social media and it's going to keep that buzz going about her. And for the Taylor Swift fans, it's just another way of experiencing the show. Like people want to experience it mediated through that filter of yes. a phone. Yes. 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 Now that's a public that is a public service yes. for us poor people who can't be to there. The concert. So that's interestingly, Sonny, that's actually part of my answer is that <laughs> I actually like to do like a live stream for yeah. people who aren't there because I appreciate watching those. When I'm at home and there's a concert I wished I could be at, I love to scroll through and see somebody sharing a video about something I couldn't see. Um that said, I also understand what Bob Dylan is saying, which is be here for the art. Art happens in the moment. And so when you're putting it on video, you're not in the moment. You are watching it through a tiny screen. You might go back and watch it later, but you are missing the entire sensation of being present for the art, right? He didn't say all that. (laughs) You're paraphrasing. But I'm paraphrasing because I do think that that is often the the sort of viewpoint of a person who says, put your phone down. Yeah. Enjoy. We don't need to do it this way. This moment. That's why you're here. If you wanted to watch the video of what I'm doing, then you could have stayed home and exactly. then you could have watched the video. Exactly. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Dave is on the line. Hi, Dave. Hi. Do you take photos or videos at concerts? I don't really go to concerts, but I think that if you have doled out 100 to $200 for a concert ticket, it's your right to decide how you're going to spend your time there. Right, yeah. And it's really not the right of the musician to try and dictate or lecture to you on, you know, the ethics or the philosophy on how you should enjoy or perceive their show. It's kind of, you've already, that contract has come and gone with the ticket. Now, you know what, Dave? Thank you for your call. And I just want to play devil's advocate on that comment. Uh, But thank you so much. But here's my devil's advocate on that. Yeah. Is that you wouldn't say that exact same thing about like a Broadway show. Sure. You know, that that is just, that is common decency to not, well, and they ask you not to. Um, But seeing people do it anyways. That's really annoying. You know, Mm -hmm. Prince didn't even let you get in the joint if you had cell phones and. Yeah, you had to check your cell phone. So if it's that serious, I mean, they could do that. They could. This is true. And I do think, you know, again, playing devil's advocate for for Dave's point, I do actually think that the artist who is the owner of the experience in the sense that that is their art, uh, they do get to say, I don't want you videotaping this mm-hmm. yeah they're a, they're in charge interesting power dynamic it is, that is happening right yeah uh let's go to holly not you holly i oh, mean you I'm, know yeah i'm here i'll right. go back to you were here yeah but this how there's another holly <laughs> yay Hi, holly. holly do you take Hi. videos or photos during concerts i do and i'm probably closer to bob dylan's age but there's a couple things first of all and i'm also only five three and uh-huh. so um, it doesn't bother, I don't know, for me, it doesn't bother me when people are up using their phone. But also, it's also, it's also um, kind of, when I see it on social media, when I see people posting things, a lot of times it's making me want to go to the concert mm-hmm. because I'm thinking it sounds good. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's what I mean by the Taylor Swift. She knows that. And so she lets people take those videos and she doesn't think anything of it. Right. Right. And the other thing 
too, is that in Broadway shows, in Broadway shows, people are all sitting down and it's dark. I don't think it's as disruptive mm. to have a bunch of lights and photo right. and flashes where everyone's pretty much doing it. There's a lot of light shows in yeah. the concerts anyway. That's true. That's true. Thank you, Holly. Uh, okay, let's go to Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hello? Do you take videos or photos during uh, concerts? I do. And well, I've only done it once. I've only done it one time. Okay, only one no, time. Just once. Who was it? Yeah. Well, it was Justin Timberlake. Well, duh. Yeah. And it was Justin Timberlake in Las Vegas. Oh, oh for okay. Sure. So oh, yeah. I kind of felt like I had to, but I only did it when he first came on stage, and the very beginning of like all my favorite songs, which is kind of basically all of them, but only. <laughs> Like the very beginning, because I didn't want to not enjoy and actually be staring at Justin Timberlake right. when he was there. And then at the end, I did. So we kind of made a video. So the beginning, he's there. And then it's like a real quick mashup of all of them. And then the ending. So every now and again, I go back and relive the concert. Well, and but- th- yeah, Andrea, thank you so much yes, for your call, you. because I think that that's the other thing that I think about is like one of the reasons why I do take video is because I want to remember it. Yep. But at the same time, it's not a real memory. You see what I mean? Because it's like the actual experience of being there, you can't capture in a video. Right. But it will help you to recall in your mind that memory and where you were in time and space when you went to that show. And it will help you recall that 30 years from now when you're like, I want to remember what it felt like to see Justin Timberlake in Las Vegas so that when I tell the story, I can really get into it. Right. Let's like sit in that. Let's let Mary have the final word on this. Hi, Mary. Do you take photos or videos at concerts? You know what? I have, but um, I took my son to see Queen, I think last summer or summer before, and there was a woman um, Facebook living the entire concert right in front of me. Oh, with boy. Her, with her um, phone on full bright. And um, I finally had to ask her to turn it off because it was so distracting. Oh, and oh. how did she respond to that? Oh, she was pissed. She was uh, yeah. upset. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure, Mary. Mary yeah, people don't people don't like to be told that they. Yeah, well, look, man, it that is that one thing doing. to take some pictures and capture the memory, but y- you you don't need to Facebook. That is a yeah. bridge too far. Yeah, then I would Bob Dylan you. Right, exactly, exactly. Shame you. Put your phones away. I'll wait. I'll I'll wait. wait. (laughs) All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh man, Tim Gunn had something to say about Marie Kondo, and I am here for it. You know Marie Kondo, the art of tidying up? At first it was a book. She doesn't spark joy in Colleen. True. (laughs) No. Then it was a whole Netflix series. She doesn't spark joy in me, and nor does she spark joy in Tim Gunn. And he is brutal, and I just, I'm going to share it with you. I just have to. I'll share with you Tim Gunn's thoughts on Marie, on tidying up Marie Kondo after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay, so Tim Gunn and I have something big in common. You like to make it work? Well, that. (laughs) Also, two things in common. (laughs) The other thing is that neither of us are big fans of uh, the Marie Kondo organizational method. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, did the morning show. He'll be back with us on Monday. He's He's taking a nap. He's taking a sleep sleep right now. But uh, Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Sonny's at the controls. Now, I wanted to just say this before I get into Marie Kondo because 
It, it doesn't matter if I say it because I'm still going to get an email where somebody misunderstands. That's fine. I don't dislike her. I don't even know her. Yeah, she didn't do anything to I, you. Not at all. She seems like a lovely woman. And lest you think I don't fully understand the condo method, I do. I watched every single episode of Marie Kondo's Tidying Up oh, on Netflix. Truly. I know. All of them? I've done my work. I watched all of them. I understand that this is a multi-step process that takes place over a very long period of time to declutter your life. I know this. Yeah. And I still am not a fan. And guess what? Neither is Tim Gunn. Now, he's done less research than I have, but I don't care because I'm here for it. So here's what he said about Marie Kondo. He said, "Uh, I've been asked twice to conduct an interview with Marie Kondo, and I have twice declined. He said this on uh, his uh, one-way ticket show podcast. He said, "Uh, I'm not a believer. I don't subscribe to her methods. This whole business about sparking joy. I mean, I have a huge number of books. Do they all spark joy? No. The thesaurus, it doesn't spark joy. Am I going to get rid of it? No. Uh, And then he just, so that was like just the beginning of it. Well, and that harkens back to the criticism that Marie Kondo's organizing method was getting earlier this year where she was like, you need to release all the books that don't spark joy. And then book lovers were like, well, wait, all of them spark spark joy. joy. Yeah. And she did say for herself, she has a number and she said what that number was. And people took that to mean that she felt as though everybody only needed a certain that number of books. Yeah. That's not what she was saying. What she was saying was keep only the books that spark joy for you. And if that's like 5,000, then you keep them all. Cool. Right. If that's your thing, that just isn't her thing now. But I don't think he was misunderstanding that necessarily because again, he cites the thesaurus. It doesn't spark joy for him, but he's going to keep it. I get that. I have a couple dictionaries. I don't want to get rid of them. They're, I mean, I looked up words in those. I like them. So maybe they do spark joy for me. I don't know what. Learning. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say, I watched three minutes of the first episode and I thought, I can't take this any longer. Uh, But then friends and colleagues said, you really should try it. It's actually a good show. So I thought, well, I'm going to watch the one. And so he scrolled and he looked through the content and he found uh, the show. He says, I'm going to watch the show with the two gay guys who are each as a writer and they have a ton of books and they want to help getting rid of these books. And then he said it took about four or five sessions to get that ep- get through that episode. He said, I learned nothing that helped me with this whole process. And then he said, but I did learn this. This is where I really love Tim Gunn because yeah. he starts to show that edge to him. Oh, yeah. At one point when she's arriving in the morning, they all act as though they've never seen each other before. Well, you were just here yesterday and it's day 11. I would have thrown myself on my <laughs> sword if Marie Kondo was coming to my apartment and it was day 11 of this. Let's speed it up, people. Oh, well, that's true because when you're watching Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, they condense time. Mm-hmm. And then you see it in the bottom corner where it's like, this is day 22. Right. Where it's like, oh, the the illusion of how long it actually takes to Marie Kondo your house is front and center on that TV show yes. because it takes over a month and then you're watching it and you're like, okay, this isn't as simple as just getting together with whoever you're living with and then deciding what dirty old sneakers you want to get rid of. Like, this is a process. Yes. I guess I felt like watching the show, it it kind of uh, glossed over how difficult, fraught, and complicated 
the art of tidying up actually is. Right. And that's where with the show, because I watched the very last episode with the two women who were tidying up their new condo. And mm-hmm. it was like, this is all so magically seamless. There's little conflict and what conflict has arisen in this episode it's tidied up by Marie Kondo she just kind of floats in and she she takes care of things and I'm like I would be I have tried to clean up t-shirt band t-shirts that was the thing with Mm -hmm. me and my partner Mm -hmm. I was like do you need this band t-shirt from 1992 Mm -hmm. and it was like we got to clean this up right and it wasn't like there wasn't any conflict I had a boyfriend once who had a t-shirt from middle school that he used to wear out in public as a grown adult I was like, this is not spark joy in me thinking no. at the time. And, and and there was conflict arose yes. out of that. Right. And, you know, she acknowledges that a little bit that like, you know, sometimes people will not see eye to eye on what should be got, and that certain things are hard for certain people. Yeah. But I guess my point is this. Um, we see it distilled down to like 30 minutes to an hour. Right. It looks simple. It takes apparently a very long time to which I say, if you are a person who can commit that amount of time to tidying up your home in that order, in that way, I mean, yeah. I yeah. I salute you. Yeah. Congrats. I don't know where you found that time because I can barely get the grocery shopping done. Yeah. But like, good on ya. I just that it's not gonna work for me. Or and Tim Gunn. Or Tim Gunn for that matter. And again, speed it up, people. Maybe it's about Mm, applying some of the thoughts about what you're taking in in the first place. And that's the takeaway. But uh, no, I'm with you, Tim Gunn. Speed it up. Keep the thesaurus. Yeah, you can keep your... It doesn't have to spark joy. No, it doesn't. Whatever, it's fine. You do you. Do you, Tim Gunn. Mm -hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is not here. Holly Roberts is. And uh, Sonny's at the controls. And uh, these, my friends, are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Crazy, stupid idiots. They are to your right. They are to your left. And oftentimes you may find them staring back at you in the mirror, but I hope not. Frequently we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. 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 Oh, that was not terrible. (laughs) Uh, All right. Where are we going first, Holly? We're going to Florida. Are we? Yes. In truly a crazy, stupid idiot moment that could only be performed by an 18-year-old. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. We're uh, we're going to Miami-Dade County where Gianni Sosa Hernandez lives. He is 18 years old and uh, he was causing some trouble uh, at a shopping mall at the Fall Shopping Center. Gianni wanted to show off his sick wrestling moves. Oh! You know how the kids like wrestling, yes. right? Yes! WWE, body slams. Yes. Well, there's a move called an RKO. Are you familiar? Something knockout. And it's not... Reverse? I don't even okay. know what it no, is. No, I don't yeah, know what it is. But, I made a, that but it's a wrestling move. And it's also an, a name of an old movie studio from the 1930s. I digress. Aha. But anyways, Gianni wanted to do the wrestling move... Apparently, it's a finishing move that was made popular by Randy Orton. Okay. 
that means anything I don't know to you. the new wrestlers. You only know Randy Macho Man Savage, exactly. Rowdy Roddy Piper, oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. Jesse the Body Ventura. Mm-hmm. We could go on. Mm-hmm. Andre but, the Giant. Yeah, you know, but it's the way that Gianni decided to perform this sick, cool RKO <laughs> that really makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Naked? Um, no, actually, oh, okay. he has his pants on, <laughs> oh. but he doesn't have a shirt on. Oh, but it's also, he's not just doing it. You know, kid teenagers, they like to do dumb stuff with their friends yep. out in public. Yep. But, you know, no friends were involved with this. He decided to take a giant fiberglass alligator, steal it, okay. throw it into a pond. Oh, my gosh. And then do an RKO on the fake alligator. I, mean, I have so many questions. Number one, where does <laughs> one f- have swift access to a fiberglass alligator. Colleen, it's a mall in Florida. I what mean, do you think? Oh, I suppose. Okay, think? thank you. It, yes, it was you're outside right. You're right. on a pond display. Silly me. Yeah, silly. <laughs> Why did you ask these questions? I mean, come on. So, uh, yeah, Gianni found this alligator. He tossed it up in the air, and then he performed the RKO, and then he triumphantly pinned the gator to the middle of the display. There's video I mean, proof sick of this. move, man. Yeah, sick move, man. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, he's been charged with criminal mischief, after this video surfaced of him. that By oh the way, gosh. fake alligators, you guys, are not cheap. This fake alligator was valued at $3,690. This according well, to the manager of the mall. I mean, I suppose that there's like a, that you might use that as like a security measure in your, like around near your home, mm-hmm. right? Like how sometimes people have those dog statues on their front steps and you're like i that dog has never moved oh you guys i was on a walk the other day Uh uh-huh and one of the things if you don't know one of the things i get really excited about when i go on walks Mm. is Mm -hmm. uh, spotting the neighborhood cats and i stop to take pictures of the neighborhood cat well Mm -hmm. i got really excited turning a corner turns out it was just a dragon statue oh that's a bummer so i get it so i get it yeah now he was arrested for criminal mischief he apologized for this however this isn't his video this isn't his first time doing this you guys he was involved with another incident last month where he performed the same rko finishing move on the principal of his high school no (laughs) then he was charged with battery on a school employee in connection with that incident so he actually tried to do the rko on his principal oh buddy okay (laughs) how old is he 18 like i said oh that prefrontal cortex that decision making area of the brain is not online yet at that age that's not an excuse that's just a reminder uh that sometimes they do weird things when they're that age. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing. I heard that age is just big, big toddlers. I can't. Have, I'm scared. <laughs> just big toddlers. Don't scare That's me. That's what they told me in my adolescent psych class. Okay. Well, oh. guess what? I have been dealing with big toddlers. Both for of you a guys have big time. toddlers to deal with. I maybe know. in the near future. Crazy you know what? These things I'm dealing with, man. <laughs> the they, make, they make toddlers look good. Oh my gosh! Oh. Don't say it. Oh, okay. I need to walk away from that before I start crying. Uh, Okay, for our next story, we are going to Ohio. Ohio. Mm -hmm. We're going to uh, we're going to Ohio where we're going to meet 29 year old Bo Cozens and his 25 year old girlfriend, Rachel Sherrick. Um, So they live across the street from the Claymont School District. Uh, from one of the schools. And apparently the workers in that district are on strike and have been for the past few weeks. 
Um, so many of them have been lining up outside uh, on um, the picket line. Yep, on the picket yeah. line uh, outside though the elementary school that's right across the street from Bo and Rachel. Well, last week uh, they decided to make an offering of goodwill for the striking workers, and they baked cookies for them, and they brought those cookies to the workers and passed them out. You know, a little calorie mm-hmm. intake on the mm-hmm. on the picket line. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe well, that, you know, show the support. Yeah, seems like seems like a goodwill gesture. Yeah, does seem like it, doesn't uh-huh. it? Until you recognize that the chocolate chips. And those cookies were laxatives and not chocolate chips. Now, why the... No! Because they were getting frustrated with the noise of the honks from drivers who were supporting the the strike the striking workers. This makes sense. This is why people look at me when I'm weird. I mean, they look at me weird when I'm nice to them. Ah, this makes complete oh, sense. Yes, because... Do you give out laxative cookies, Sonny? No, no I give because out, we would I give out give the out, real cookies. Yes. Because yes. she's a nice person. <laughs> yes, or but star we crunches. are trained to be suspicious. Yeah, I mean, when stuff like this happens, you can't blame Exactly. <laughs> so, as uh, intended, uh, the, the strikers... Uh, we're going to get have negative oh, effects. Oh no! It's now, like that scene in Tum and Tumber when Jeff Daniels. Well, here's the good oh. news. I've got good news. Someone who was on strike realized that the cookies were laced, mm-hmm. so none of them actually ended up eating the cookies. But good. they turned them over to the cops, and now Bo and Rachel have been arrested, and they're both facing. Get this. Before you think it's a good idea to lace anything with laxatives and give it to somebody unsuspecting. Mm-hmm. They're facing felony contamination charges. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's not nothing. So FYI, no. You could have legit went out there with some nice cookies and just told him, could I keep it down? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Or like, I don't know, find a friend that lives somewhere else and just respect the fact that these people are uh, a union and are looking to be fairly compensated and treated right in their job. And then imagine the good press that you would have got if you had followed Sonny's advice. Yes. To give yeah. out nice cookies and some drinks, you probably could have made headline neighborhood supports local yes. picket line instead yes. of this kind of headline. Uh-huh. Yes, and your mug shots, by the way, yeah. all over. Uh, this reminds me actually of an episode of Grey's Anatomy where um, somebody is gifted uh, cookies that are laced with marijuana, and many of the doctors ate the cookies, and then they were high. <laughs> Well, thanks for that update. You're welcome. That update, Colleen, mm-hmm. on being the lone grains anatomy fan out there. <laughs> There's a few of us. And they know what I'm talking about. It was a good episode. It was real funny. That's all I got for you. Can we go to North Carolina? <laughs> yes. We're going to have some fun. Oh. It's a place that is known for mm, fun. There's even a song dedicated to it. Oh, yeah? I think that the lyrics go something like this. It's fun to get naked at the YMCA. Wait, that's not the get... lyrics. No? no. No, there's not getting naked. No. You, f- you stay fact, there. They were all dressed. Yeah, they were in. in I, I remember this because they were dressed in different weird mm-hmm. outfits. Well, those mm-hmm. were the lyrics that I sang at my best friend's wedding this summer. So oh. I, obviously I've got something wrong. <laughs> but this story says that I totally got it right because there's this guy who got naked at the YMCA. Well, he got. But that's, that's not what you're supposed to do there. But unless it's in the the like locker room, right? there are places that you can legally yeah. get naked at the YMCA. But this is crazy, stupid idiot. <laughs> so that's not where they <laughs> were. That's, that's, that's not what happened. I mean, he was naked at the YMCA, but you guys are totally right. It was in the inappropriate place to uh, experience nudity at the Uh-oh. YMCA. This guy, Brandon Stringfield, he was naked 
in the ladies' steam room. Oh my gosh, mm. no! And mm. on top of that, not only was he Don't naked at the YMCA, he uh. was also uh, having a solo experience. Oh no! no that's terrible. In ne- the steam room? Near a woman who was dozing <gasps> off. No! Okay. So it's, she didn't know he was there. Naked at the Y. Okay. Nope. That's not. Makes me mad. That is. Yeah. Nope. Upsetting. Keep your eyes uh, peeled when you're naked in the steam room. Make sure everybody in there is supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been arrested and charged with indecent exposure. He's still in the Wake County Jail in New uh, North Carolina on a $2,000 bond. Okay. And apparently, you know, the people who do this. Mm-hmm. They, it's part of a continuation of yeah. a pattern. He has been charged with a decent exposure uh, for a couple of times, once in 2016, once in 2013. So mm-hmm. please don't get naked at the YMCA you. unless you're in an appropriate space. And then you can do that and then just change your clothes and don't hang out and don't please don't air dry or blow dry your bits and pieces at the YMCA. Wow, Holly. Thank you. You have no future as a, a songwriter. <laughs> 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 when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play the throwback live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com/hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.